Hey, we appreciate you listening to the Movie Propcast, and we just want to let you know you can find us on the old social media, at Movie Propcast on Instagram and even TikTok. Yes, there's some stuff going on over there. And if you're feeling particularly generous, it's okay, you don't have to, but on Patreon.com, you can find us Movie Propcast there as well. That's a fun little place where you can get some exclusive content. But okay, enough about that. I'm going to get out of the way, and uh, we hope you enjoy the episode. I just got like narcolepsy, like right when we start on the record. <laughs> you just develop narcolepsy as the podcast begins. Whoopsie, I fell asleep. Welcome to the movie propcast. Uh, yeah, I, I didn't actually fall asleep. I'm awake now. We're here. Uh, we have just watched, I don't know when you watched it, but I gotta be honest, I finished it today. Kingsman, The Secret Service, as chosen by you, Tyler. I'm hyped. This movie's awesome. Why do you procrastinate my movies? It really is only you. I'm like, now it's my movie. I'm like, I'm eager. I'm ready to go. But I do love this movie. So it was like, it was kind of like, I'm not going to say it was on both of our lists, but once you did it, I was like, damn, that's a movie. That's a movie that I would have liked to do. It was one of those. It's such a good movie. Like I, as I was sitting through this movie and watching it, I was like, wait, this might be like in my top 10. Like I genuinely sit and enjoy every second of this movie and i i don't find a point where i want to skip past it i'm like never bored at all right this movie they absolutely crushed this movie it could have been boring uh i'll be honest a lot of spy movies that i see i mean they can there's a lull or two you know what i mean it can get a lot of little dialogue-y i know for a fact is a word dialogue-y yeah uh but this did an amazing job at just keeping you engaged, even when, like, the opening credits, like, you know what I mean? Like, they're just, like, there's explosions happening, the rubble's falling, and, like, it's becoming words, and you're like, I want to read these opening credits. This is awesome. Yeah, it's so good. I remember when the movie came out, I thought it was going to be in the vein of, like, Spy Kids. Like, I thought it was a kid's movie. Oh, boy. Like, even through the trailers, <laughs> I thought this was, I, I watch anything, so it, there was some action. I was like, all right, it's an, a spy movie, there's action. And within the first 10 minutes, they're cursing, they're doing, they're murdering people. I was like, I'm, I don't know how many parents accidentally brought kids to this movie, but my God. I would hope nobody. I mean, the trailer wasn't, I don't know. I I mean, I wasn't fooled by the trailer, but yeah, it's a rating system for like the fact that they had teenagers, I I just genuinely thought I was like, oh, this is a teenage spy movie. Like, yeah, it's it? like I went into this, uh, your mindset is the same mindset I had when I went in to watch Hunger Games. Which okay, yes. that took a dark turn. Those are legitimately children, and I was like, "Oh, yes, we're dying." Okay, yes, yeah. Yes. So that I see, where, I know where you're coming from because I have experienced that. Yes. Before and- we get into anything deeper, I want to stop right here. Um, obviously, we've hit our two and a half minute quota, so I need to tell everybody you can follow us at the movie prop <laughs> at movie propcast on our social media. You can check it out uh, on Instagram, TikTok, and on our YouTube channel. We do record these whole podcasts. Everything you're hearing. You can watch our mouths move. If you like to look into people's mouths when they talk, you can go to our YouTube channel and uh, as Tyler opens his mouth. If you want to see the inside (laughs) of Tyler's mouth, go to our YouTube channel. You can search it, The Movie Propcast. Hit us with a subscribe and ding-a-ling that little bell um, and and you'll get at least once once every two weeks when we drop an episode, which may actually ramp up here soon sooner rather than no later promises. we don't want to prom- no promises all right don't, we don't all have lives promises. i mean are not you know once this once this starts paying for our well-being and our living i mean we'll probably just move into oh. a, this a, a house together yes. right and then just do like a stu- yeah. we'll have a studio and yeah. our families will coexist um yeah. and it'll we'll we just do have this episodes. over dinner yeah episodes every day but yeah. until then we're on our on our normal schedule and i can't uh, I guess, wait for that yeah, that's gonna be that'll be exciting. We'll bunk, we'll bunk up, save a <laughs> save a room or two. We'll just do bunk beds. Anyway, Kingsman: The Secret Service. This one, like you said, it's so much fun. It's constantly engaging. It has a crazy cast. Uh, it I does. didn't. I wasn't really familiar with Colin Firth that much when I before I went into this film, which I believe was 2014 when this came out. Yes, him yes, as Harry or AKA Galahad. My favorite character in the whole film, dude. He's like just so composed. Every every scene he's in is amazing. He just he steals it. This movie made me want to be a gentleman. Like I know James <laughs> Bond made like being the spy suave guy cool. No, Harry 
like I legitimately picked up manners after mannerisms and manners yes. after this movie. I just wanted to be as cool as Harry after this movie. The the manners maketh the man scene oh, where he's God. locking the door. I was like, yes. oh baby, here we go. <laughs> this movie just passes on like so many good little tips about just not being a jerk. Yeah, like it's and then it's beating really people good. up if they are jerks. You know, just, yes, just Te- teach them the right way. Yeah, that's the way you got to do it. You know, you just hit him with your umbrella and then uh, you move on with your day. But yeah, Colin Firth was awesome in this uh, as Harry. Before this, I think he'd been in like a couple of rom-coms, a couple of British movies and stuff like that. Nothing to this extent that I can remember, like no big action movies. Also on the cast list, we had a cameo by Mark Hamill and he sounded so Joker-y. In yeah. That like he sounded straight like the Joker. Yeah. Like he sometimes he could- Disheveled. Sound, yeah. Yeah. Like he could sound like himself, but in this movie, he just like had this slight maniacalness to him. Another cameo, we have our second Michael Caine film. So yeah. If, yes. Yeah. He's joining, joining Kirsten Dunst. And he's joining Hugo Weaving. He's, uh, he's climbing the ladder. But yes, he yes. is Arthur, uh, obviously. I, I, is he like the leader? I would assume yes. he kind of felt like the leader of the Kingsman at this particular so, time. Without jumping into Kingsman 2, which I actually haven't seen, to be perfectly fair oh, and my honest. Goodness. I, he's, if he's not the leader of the Kingsman, he's the leader of the British sector of the Kingsman. Because there, there are other regions who have Kingsman. Right. Right. Okay. So, yes. So you, first he, off, you need to see the second one. Uh, I would uh, highly suggest it. And I will say towards the end, I'm not going to say a spoiler because if you've seen a trailer or any promo images from the second one, it's not necessarily a spoiler, but we'll get to that a little bit later. I have to make a comment on it. Uh, okay. Yeah. But it, it'll be a slight thing. I don't want to ruin anything for anybody, but it won't really be a spoiler. All the information's out there and it was in the promo material. Okay. It was. It, it was. I know what you're getting at. Yeah. And that, the promo trailer or the promo poster for that movie, what did it say? It said something like the records of my death have been greatly exaggerated yeah. or something along those lines dude yeah. i got chills when that first came out like, and how did I, you not go see it how did you not see know. the movie i'm getting goosebumps right now oh. thinking about it i actually uh, listen i can i have this thing it's called movies anywhere uh i, I get a lot, of, a lot of digital downloads i just learned today i can throw you an access you to watch that movie can uh, i catch it yeah, oh, I, I hope you can catch it. If you have uh, some sort of email, probably I can I can throw it. Anyway, this is unrelated. Uh, no one else knows. If you want to hit that up, you can hit us up, uh, moviepropcast yes. at gmail. Maybe I'll throw you a, a link you can watch the movie. <laughs> probably not. I don't know. Um, uh, and and my my favorite edition, like this movie comes together with Samuel Jackson. It's like, awesome. It's it's so good. Like I, you get hints of his glass character, but obviously, like this movie's so well done in the fact that it's comical. Like it takes spy movies. It knows it's a satire. It knows it's comical. Like you get those Austin Power moments with the music too. But Samuel Jackson as the villain was so self aware, and I love like even the dinner he has with uh, with Harry. So Valentine and Harry, Samuel Jackson's Valentine, they have yeah. this dinner and they're they're hinting at each other like, oh, when uh, Valentine, the villain of the movie, is like, when yeah. I was younger, I wanted to be a spy. And Harry's like, when I was younger, I wanted to be the villain. Like, they have that conversation and it's just, it, everything about this movie just felt good. Yeah, there's I, a lot of tension in that scene. And then all of a sudden they open up the, the it's just McDonald's, they're eating for dinner. It was like, okay. Yeah. I mean, product placement, sure, but it was like. I could see that. Like Samuel Jackson's character is like anti, not anti-gentleman, but it's like it's not a classy setup. He's just like, yeah, we're just going to casually scarf down some McDonald's. I thought that was kind of cool. It was hilarious having Samuel Jackson in the center of a British cast because, one, I want to make a side note. How amazing does British slang sound? Oh, like, it's amazing. Yeah, all the time. It just I, sounds, I, I, it just like sound. it's at the extra burn. You know what I mean? It's yes. like I, I have to stop, comprehend. And then realizing that you had to stop comprehend what they said makes you just yeah. even feel more dumb. Like <laughs> I've I've recently been watching Ted Lasso and like catching things like when uh they call Eggsy's mom, mom right fit. Like when I first watched this movie, I had no idea what that was, and now I know that they were calling her hot. I'm like, yeah. oh, that okay. And he took it as That's, a compliment. I was like, yeah. I, a lot of other people would have not done that, but I, I respected that the way he did that. I, um, before we get yeah. off Samuel Jackson, obviously, I, you know, <laughs> I, there's a little tidbit I had here in the casting department. It said it was initially reported in 2013 that Leonardo DiCaprio was going to take on to role the role of the villain in this movie. Oh, uh, wow. yeah. So apparently, it was denied. Like it got leaked, and then the the director came out and and denied it uh, that he was even considered at all. 
uh, stating that he apparently came. He's okay. The quote was, "He came as close to the role as I, I have come to playing the Pope." So he wasn't even close. I guess that's okay, what he's trying to say. Okay. I don't know. It was a bit much. But the role of the villain wound up going to Samuel Jackson, who took the role in part because it was a career-long dream of his to be in a James Bond movie. Like he that's always amazing. Which I don't know how how you deny Samuel Jackson. You know, what I mean, somebody, if anybody, if anybody hears that, how do you not just slip him in in like a cameo or something? Like it hasn't happened yeah. yet. It's shocking. But he felt like this was a, it was unlikely to come true at this point. But he took on this role, stating that it felt like it was an opportunity to play a really great Bond villain. That was his inspiration in this film. He just wanted to play a great Bond villain. He nailed it. Like absolutely nailed it. His lisp. His yeah. so like his lisp was hilarious. His his disdain or his his un- discomfort with violence. Yeah, it, it was like the perfect character trait for me because like he himself couldn't do violence, he couldn't see violence, but he knew his end goal was this ultra violent thing. And even at one point where people who sided with him died, he's like, "You murdered all those innocent people." Like he was so. I don't want to say deranged because he wasn't crazy, but he was delusional. Right. And it was it was awesome. That scene in the cabin uh, at the top of the ice, wherever that was, on like a mountain, whatever. They have Mark Hamill, the professor, uh, d- strapped up, and the original Kingsman. I think that's that was Lancelot, wasn't it? Yes, that was the first Lancelot. Or yeah. yeah. So he comes in, and obviously he does his thing, and it's awesome. Like he, he grabs the drink, kills everybody, and, and he was like, he looked like the coolest dude in the world. Like yes. how. How, like how could this end as badly as it did? And the next thing you know, he turns around, and the and the door is knocked on by Samuel Jackson, and he just gets split. Yes, and you're like, oh, okay, he, this is what we're doing here. <laughs> that yeah, was like, graphic. I wanted to see more of Lancelot, but honestly, that was just a good introduction of who we now know as Gazelle. They never actually say her name in the movie, but that was that was a good introduction. Yeah, if you yeah for real, if you look at the uh, we we checked out the IMDb. I, I was wondering what her name was in the movie because they just introduce her as like his assistant or something in in the when they're in the uh, the Kingsman shop, but it's Sophia Butella. It's as Gazelle, and I'm like, when at any point in the movie did anybody address her as Gazelle? But I guess sure that's a that's a name that they gave her. And and did they have a sexual relation or relationship or like I don't they- know. I there was there were like two scenes where I was like exactly what I was gonna say. Yeah, two one yeah. one he like smacks her on the butt and whenever he's yep. in the house and I was like you probably didn't need that. I kind of like their relationship being a little more platonic where it's like it, yeah I don't know it, it didn't need to do that. And at the end they were like on top of each other and it was like they shared a little moment. Yeah, she like in the bunker. She like wipes his face and she's like I'll be back or something. Along it could have been, it, but who knows? They left it real open and and it just kind of seemed like he was just doing whatever he wanted at this point. It was it was yeah. what it was. But but her freaking blade legs split Lancelot in half and like you said in like half. and then and then she has to cover them all. She yes. got to cover all the bodies as if there wouldn't be pools and pools of blood. There wasn't. They didn't. There no. wasn't a lot of blood, to be completely honest, for, for the amount of cut. violence in this. Yeah. Oh, right. A clean, full body, yeah. in half cut. No blood yeah. would be spilled. Okay, that's sure. I yeah. guess that's logic. In the, in the medical field, we call that a bisection. I guess. Sure. You. Sure. That makes a lot of sense. <laughs> uh, no, th- like you said, the Samuel Jackson, the lisp. It just the 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 balance between. Yes, he's a villain. He's a bad guy, but also. You can still laugh at him, right? You can still like yes. what he does is funny. You know, obviously he's killing people, which is which is insane, but he's still funny every time he's on the screen. So he does kind of steal the steal the show whenever he does that. But um, yeah, I mean, as far as cast, obviously Taron Egerton is Eggsy, uh, Mark Hamill. We already talked about. It's it's a really good cast. I mean, uh, Mark Strong is Merlin. Mark Strong is amazing in this movie. I. My one thing about this movie is I need more Merlin. Like you said, Harry yeah. was your favorite character, and I want Harry to be. But there are scenes with Merlin where I'm like, I I needed more of him. I just wanted to see more of what he could do. Yeah, he was the man behind the computer. Like he was he was that guy. But you could tell there's there's more to Merlin. Yeah, and I I just loved how he presented that. Like it just made me want more of his character. Right. I don't want to spoil anything, but there is a second. There's a sequel to this movie. So yes, I'm just saying okay. if you wanted more, I mean, there's probably a way to get it. Uh, okay. You could probably okay. watch the sequel. So anyway, <laughs> uh, any I, notes from this movie? I only had one real gripe, 
Okay. And I don't know if I'm ready to get into it yet. There's a couple There's a couple things I can just say that I wrote down notes-wise. I had a thought real quick, and it, it, it kind of bothered me because I think it's just like a fundamental difference of like how I would have reacted in the situation. But Eggsy in this movie, like how old do you think he is? Because I, I don't know. Like I'd, I'd say like 20, 21. He's got to be like in his early 20s because he was he was a child when he got that medal in the beginning of the movie, right? Yeah. And it said 17 years later. So he's in his early to mid 20s and yeah. i'm thinking back if i was in my early to mid 20s and i saw my stepdad laying his hands on my mom yeah. you know what i mean i yeah. how what kind of restraint do you have i don't understand you're you're a grown man yeah, i would be no, I, i'd be throwing hands at this man like that man is catching fists in the middle of the night like a pillowcase over his head <laughs> he's, getting, he's getting taken out that's what I'm saying. Like, how has he not already like deleted this man from existence? I don't the know. Only, how, like, the only the only thing is like it seems like he was the head of a gang, and that might right. be the only thing. Right. Like so. the repercussions, they probably just would come back harder, and like probably just kill his family. Like, you know what I mean? Yes. I, I get. I understand that aspect, but you can't expect to like punch me in the face and grab a butcher knife and like. For me to be like not to not retaliate once, yeah, you know yes. what I mean. There would yeah. be at least one. I don't know. I'd feel like in a physical matchup, like you see Taron Egerton with his shirt off in this movie. Yeah, I gotta imagine he could take this fifty-plus-year-old man. Uh, why? Why was that guy's friend just hanging out in the house? Like that was so weird. I don't know. Their whole dynamic was super strange. Obviously, the little grunts hanging out at the bar, like just it's. I don't know that whole that whole like vibe. I don't, like you said, it's got to be like some poor gang, some like poor little whatever weird gang. But it's just threats. It feels like a bunch of bullies. It didn't really feel like an organized crime unit. It just felt like a bunch of douchebags that were all yeah. like in a yeah. group of douchebags. But anyway, that's I I, I saw that. I, it's not a, it's not necessarily a gripe because I understand probably where it's coming from. But I would not have I would not have the restraint. I couldn't. I I, I would have no choice but to throw <laughs> hands at this man. Uh, and also, one other note I wanted to make about the Kingsmen specifically, you see a lot of pictures of them on the wall, obviously, in the Kingsmen, and and knowing the history, you see some flashbacks, and, and seeing them all at the table digitally with their glasses on when they're having the meeting and they're pouring one out for Lancelot. Not a lot of diversity uh, in the Kingsmen. <laughs> uh, no. Uh, I, you know, I can only hope that in the next movie they, they get there. Um I but mean, no, not, Channing Tatum, I, pretty diverse. Yeah, <laughs> he he likes diverse women. Um, no, okay. That, that's that's, <laughs> but yeah, no, um, not a lot of diversity in the Kingsman whatsoever. Yeah, maybe I'll be a Kingsman. Maybe I'll be. The, oh yeah, the I mean, I, w- I, I it's entirely possible. You know, it, they probably. I think from what I hear, obviously, it's not a real organization. Air quotes. It's not real. Uh, which means it technically what you, is. What do you mean? Yeah, I was it's real. Say, I'm, I'm saying yeah. it is, but it's not. I'm not legally allowed to say it's real. You know, it's like part of the the promise that I. I made. just don't know Future how to promise. apply. Like, how uh, did all those people apply? That's a good question. They all just got nominated, right? So you got to find a couple British old br- white British men and just hope that they're like, I've got just the lad for this opportunity. Uh, yeah, because that's not, how Harry yeah. sounded. I've got just. Just a little laddie boy for this opportunity. Uh, yeah, right, so no. that's 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 it. Uh, anyway, that's the only way to do it, from what I understand. Uh, if you watch the movie, that's really the oh, only way. I need to get far away from this conversation. That accent <laughs> killed me. Um, speaking of the Kingsman and nominations, these tests are ridiculous. Like yes. the tests were absolutely ridiculous. How do you start off first test? You're all asleep. Drown. We're flooding. <laughs> yeah, we're flooding your room. Done. Go start. Like, yeah. we're locking the doors, we're flooding your room, let's see what happens. I did what? learn a valuable lesson, though. Find a tube, breathe through a toilet. Uh, so, I, I looked that. it up, I looked it up, accurate, but not all tubes in toilets do the same thing. So oh, you no. have to, yeah, so you have to <laughs> hope that your toilet is one with a U-bend. I, I looked it up, it does work, but not all toilets have U-bends. Okay. All right, yes. that's uh, okay. Interesting. Now I'm like concerned. I'm gonna throw it down, and it's gonna be just pure sewage that I'm sucking. Uh, up. I was gonna say you're just gonna start <laughs> sucking up crap. 
Oh, okay. Yeah. That's a dangerous game because now I was like, man, I could breathe forever if I just had a toilet. And now I'm now I'm scared. Imagine going like, out like that and you don't even drown in the water around you. You drown in the sewage yeah. that you just sucked <laughs> out of the toilet. <laughs> there's, just, there's just a bunch of poop in your stomach. They're oh. like, oh, no. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Oh, that's disgusting. And like you said, like he hold, he held his breath. Eggsy holds his breath for like two whole minutes, three minutes while swimming full speed underwater and punching Apparently you can punch out a, a, a window underwater. I didn't I didn't know that, but I'm the only thing I could think is maybe the pressure on his side of the window helped. Like I had to it, it, yeah. Yeah, like he had there was strain against the glass because of the amount of water. Like there were gallons, like that's thousands of pounds of water. Right. So that's the I, only thing that I could think of. I obviously would have just I would have been belly up first first time. You know what I mean? I'd have been like, just Easily. give me my yeah. I would, I would have been, been the girl in the background. Like if you look, the girl in the background like trips over a bed and she just gets taken out and no <laughs> yeah. one helps her. Like yeah. no one at all even pays attention. Well, to her, if you look, me. I think if I was looking for it because I knew obviously you know what happens. She's in the corner. I think she's breathing in the corner. Like she had something set up a, a prior. Yeah. Or she was just going to, she had a little air supply there. So at the end, when it all drained out, she could just flop up and be like, I'm dead. Like, yeah. 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 Dead. So I think that that was the way that went. But yeah, though, like you said, those tests right off the gate, insane. I'd probably, I'd probably check out right yeah. after the first test. I'd be like, this is insane. A little bit much for me. I'm gone. Put me in the well, body bag, drag me out. The most important question from this whole movie, Doyle, they give you that list of dogs, those cages of dogs. Which dog do you pick? Not, not the pug. The, not I, the fuck? Not the pug. It, it's uh, a bulldog, yeah? I honestly don't remember all the dogs. I mean, I, I only really remember the poodle and the and the pug. I mean, I didn't really look at the other so, ones. So, okay, you get any dog you want. What do you pick? Damn, that's tough. I mean, in that scenario, you got to pick something, like, that can keep up. I mean, like a German Shepherd, you couldn't Dude, go wrong. I was I was going to say German Shepherd. I'm not I feel like that lie. would be, like, the most... I mean, they're so smart. They're used, obviously, they're police dogs. I mean, they're just like, they're they're easy. I don't say they're easy to train. Dogs are only as easy to train as as, as you, you are, are patient. Yeah. Like, yeah, you got to be good at training them. But I definitely not a pug, man. Pugs are, are little, I mean, they're just basically little death balls. Like, they basically, I don't know. They, they're, they, they find ways to put themselves in scenarios that just aren't right. I would not do that. Easy, yeah. easy no pug. The poodle I would have been happy with. <laughs> the poodle, yeah, the poodle would have been pretty good. I've got, I've got a couple more points about this movie. Um, okay. So further along in their training, like they're winding down the test, and Harry takes Eggsy to get a custom suit because every man needs a great suit. Of course, um, yeah. Every man needs a great suit. So they go into room two, and Eggsy asks, "Is this it?" And Harry's like, "Of course not." And he tells him to pull a lever. And it opens up into a secret entrance. Mm. And I'm telling you, I love this because I want a secret entrance in my home so badly. Like, I've looked up YouTube videos. (laughs) (laughs) I have multiple YouTube videos on how to, like, take a section out of a wall and you can make it look like a closet. And you pull a hanger and it goes open into another room. It's it's actually not that hard. And I have to bring it up to Alyssa because we're in the process of looking for a house and I want one. Yes. Okay. So I actually have a story about this. It's not that long. Uh, we were kids. Obviously, my we lived in Tennessee um, when I was younger. It was like I was between like five and ten. I, we lived in Tennessee. The house we had was two stories. The if you went downstairs into the basement, it was a decent living area. The carpet was kind of gross, but it was like you could set up a, like we had like a little entertainment living room down there. A bunch of Packers memorabilia. My dad put a bunch of crap up there. There was a room. If you went down the stairs, took a left, and went into this room before you went into, like, another room that was just completely... It was just for storage. It was basically, the like, a slate... It was looked like a garage, but without the garage door. Okay. The room next to that had a big wall. It was, like, the size of a small bedroom. The wall had a, a huge world map on it. Mm-hmm. There were pins in there that we did not put in the yeah. wall. It had the two bookshelves and a blank wood wall in the middle. If you, cl- I was a kid. I had to climb it. If you climbed to the top of the right bookcase, there was a string up there. Pull the string, the door in the middle opened up, and what? it was yeah, dude. I don't know what was going on down there. What? I don't know, they, they were they were planning world domination or something, hiding something. But it was it wasn't another it wasn't another massive room. It was basically like the size of like a, a good size walk in closet. 
That's so that's that's what my plans are like. So sort of like the room you're in now, you can take a regular size room. You could put up a wall and then in the corner you could put like a closet and just with a couple of magnets, you can make like a hinge door and you could just it's just a personal space. Like you put your computer in it and hang out. I want it was so weird. It was like and I as a kid, I was like, this is awesome. That's like there was a there was a vent. There was like an air vent that you could see into. Like if you were on the, I mean, it was just a vent. Like it wasn't like it wasn't like a peephole. Yeah. Uh, but you could see if you looked out of it, you could look into the living room, like a little entertainment area. So if a game was on, you could just sit in there and like watch like TV. Oh or, my or god! Do the thing. It was so weird. But as a kid, you're like, this is awesome. My little oh, secret place. Oh, yeah, that's amazing. The closest thing I had in my home growing up, we had a wall, and then as a, it had like a a built-in bookshelf. So if you went into the room where there uh, the boil the water heater was and you look there was like a like a six, six inch space crawl space behind that wall that you could look down you can't really fit in it but that was the right. closest thing I had it, but I was no, yeah, going in the there closest thing to Narnia we'll ever get I think uh, yeah. well at least for me I when I, when I was a kid but yeah that was, that, awesome. Those, that was awesome I would love to do that if I got a house that you definitely want to put a little little secret secret mm-hmm. place and uh, that. Jeez, I want one so bad. You just got me. I need to move on. I'm moving right. on. No, you're good. You're to... all right. So, Doyle, a lot happened in this movie. It was a great overall movie. What would you say your highlight for this movie is? Oh, God. Highlight? That's like, a, I feel like that's a loaded question. There was, okay, so there's a scene in particular, in particular <laughs> that I feel like if I said it was my highlight, I'd be like, I'd just be like a sicko, right? So I feel like I'm just going to like avoid. Ah, okay, listen, the, the, the church scene, I, I'll say. I'm not again. I'm not going to say it's a highlight. I'll say cinematically fantastic, uh, and it really stuck with me. I'd say probably the church scene where he's just going, going hard. All right. That's, well, uh, uh, that scene. Uh, well, buckle your seatbelt and call <laughs> me a sicko because that church scene was the highlight of this film. That church disgusting. scene was incredible, and I, I can remember the first time I saw the church scene, and as that woman's cursing out uh, Colin Firth. I I was like, okay, this is weird. And then you hear the slow build to Freebird and the biggest smile just came on my face. And the action that followed in that scene might go down as one of my top three favorite scenes in any movie ever. Like the the yeah. cinematography, the action. Okay, it was gratuitous violence. I get it. It was it was a little over the top. But that, a little, a little, a little, a little over the top, a little over the top, but that juxtaposition of like a beautiful music, beautiful cinematography, and then just violence. It worked. When someone asked me about great cinematography, my mind would immediately go to the daredevil hallway fight scene and this scene. That's good. That's good. It's just, it's just really, it's just, they mix in some parts where there's like extended takes. They have fast transitions. They have ramp ups. They have slow downs. And Colin Firth is just this angel of death, like this magical angel of death. And it's incredible. I just don't know how else to describe it. Quite frankly, it was, it was disgusting and beautiful at the same time. Uh, His line real quick, I'll run it down. He says, to the obviously to the people of this church, obviously this is like everything you could possibly say to to rub them the wrong way. He says, "I'm a Catholic whore currently enjoying Congress out of wedlock with my black Jewish boyfriend who works at a military abortion clinic." So hail Satan and have, have a lovely afternoon, madam. Amazing, yes, amazing line. Uh, obviously, it was everything you could say to trigger. And he was on his way to walk out. Yes, and they flick the switch. Uh, everybody's cell phone goes out, and it is an absolute bloodbath. But my favorite part about that was. When they're watching and they're like waiting for him to just get murdered, and they're like, "This dude's still going. Yes. He's still going." Like at the end, and then they realize he just murdered everybody. Yeah, they expected him to I'm die. I'm sure some other people got some kills in. Yeah, he, they yeah. expect him to die, but he lasts like it. It probably like a full six minutes of at least eighty people trying to kill him, and he just you just see what like a Kingsman unhinged can do, and it's it was beautiful. Yeah. And like on my yeah, he comes out and he's like, "What did you do to me?" Yeah, what? Go ahead. No, I was just gonna say this is like my seventh watch, and I never realized after he dies when he's when he comes to in the background. Like for me, the music made this scene. You hear like a slower, different version of like Freebird. Like it just slows down. He's looking around, and that just hit me. I I loved it. That end rant. That's it. 
<laughs> Sorry. <laughs> right. No, obviously there was a lot going on, especially for you. That's like that's one of your favorite songs. It definitely encapsulates the moment. But when he comes out and he's like, what did you do to me? I wanted to kill those people. Like he actually like yes. that, that just kind of like gives a little like highlight of like what this machine is actually doing, what these chips are actually doing. And uh, and and yes, when he comes out, obviously Samuel Jackson, they they exchange. Or I should say Valentine. They exchange a line back and forth, like their little villain line that they had at the dinner. And he said, "It's not that. It's not that movie." And just blast him right in the face. And I was like, "Damn!" Yeah. Like first watch, I was like, "Wow!" I okay. couldn't. That's, I couldn't believe it. Not you don't see that coming. Yeah, they build up Harry. Harry's this great role model. He's this great character. You just see everything he could do. And then they just snuff him out. And you're like, what the heck is going on for the rest of this movie? And then they just snuff him out. And then you get a little bit more into like Valentine's insanity because he kills him. And then he starts to vomit on himself. And then he's just like, I can't believe I just did that. She's like, you just killed a church full of people. He said, no, they killed each other. I just killed him. And like you get like his mind doesn't work like A to B can cause C. It's just A to B and that's it. Yeah, it's obviously he he's a very unique villain. Like you said, like he, he doesn't like violence, but that's like literally his whole goal is to just cause as mass amounts of violence. And yes, I don't want to spoil anything for the sequel. Like you said, you hadn't seen it yet. But if you watch the promo material, you may see Harry happens to be on the promo material, and uh, and and I again I don't want to spoil it, but if you want to check the second one out, you can do that. Maybe we'll do that uh, an episode of that one down the line. But there's a lot of uh, I don't know. Again, I don't want to talk about the sequel, but it's like what's what's he doing there after he just got shot right in the face? It, it, you, your mind does not go there because when you're watching this first watch, you're like this dude's dead. He's, oh, there's no way he took a bullet to the face without a doubt. Okay, that scene, like you said, yeah, I would I would. Your passion has turned me. Uh, yeah, I would say that's a highlight. That's definitely a highlight. It's 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 disgusting. If you went out and just said, guys, check this out, everybody like, whoa, out of context, that's a horrible scene. But in context, obviously you know you know what what he is, and obviously what those people were and and what they stood for. It kind of made it a little easier to you know digest. But still, gross. Uh, but yes, I'll give it to you. Highlight, you sicko. Uh, one more gripe before we get into the draft. I wanted to say this is, and I guess, not one more gripe. This is probably my only real gripe of the film, and it was throughout the process of choosing a Kingsman. Okay, they obviously you're following Eggsy and you're going down that path, right? And then it comes down to it's just Eggsy and Roxy, and they got to shoot the dog, which is which is disturbing, right? But they didn't actually shoot it. But they don't know that they're actually not shooting it. But they have to pull the trigger, whatever. That's not even my gripe. Shoot a dog which I, I don't support, but I get it in the movie, in the context of the movie. Yes, go for it. The problem I have is when everything goes to crap or tits up, as they say in the movie, uh, I believe is, <laughs> is, is, is okay to say because it's in the movie, it, it comes down to Roxy and Eggsy and, uh, and Merlin, and it's just them. They got to finish the job. Yeah. My gripe is Roxy's the Roxy is the like the Kingsman. She's Lancelot. She got it. Yeah. She got Lancelot's position. She is technically a Kingsman, right? And I guess by default, because because Harry died, you know, I guess I guess Eggsy's kind of gonna fill that role, but he's not technically like no. he hasn't been bestowed Kingsmanship. However, they send Roxy to the freaking stratosphere and they let Eggsy go do all the cool like spy stuff. And I thought, I thought, like, obviously he's the main character in the movie. Obviously he had to do that. But to just be like, hey, Kingsman, to the moon. And just, like, she gets on a balloon, and that's what she does for the, that whole third act. She's on a balloon to the, to the, to the, to the, to the outer space. I, you know, that's a great gripe. And I wish I had paid harder attention to think. I, I didn't, in my mind, think you would go this route. I don't remember if they actually gave an explanation for it. They were just like, all right, Roxy, you're getting on the thing to shoot down the satellite. Eggsy, yeah. we're sending you in. And I, Eggsy's, Eggsy wasn't supposed to do all of that. Like, Eggsy's goal was just to upload information on the laptop and then get out. Right. Right. So I, it wasn't that they wanted him to do all the spy stuff. He was just supposed to go shut down the satellite, I think, and then get out. And then okay. everything went crazy, and then he had to go back. Okay, in. fair, fair point. Counterpoint. Uh, I know you're trying to save this movie, but I'm going to ruin it. I'm telling you. All right. the The argument to that is, guess who's already seen Eggsy's face in the Kingsman, the, the main building, right? 
Yeah. It's freaking Valentine. He's seen his face. Yes. You're going to send him into Valentine's business? And he gets and he, and he gets caught by well obviously he would have got I guess if it was Roxy he still would have got caught by the other the third dude who was in the Kingsman lineup whatever he wound up being there, but they've seen his face why would oh god it just seems like an oversight it just seems like an oversight to send the one who rightfully earned this the Kingsman spot to the to the who's also coincidentally afraid of heights oh. What have you done? I don't know. This seems like a miss. Uh, I, it seems like a rare miss by Merlin to, to do that. I have to go. Don't you dare <laughs> slander Merlin's name. I'm just saying it's it just uh, it's rare. I'm just saying he might have missed the mark here. I I have to go back. I have to rewatch <laughs> these scenes, and I'll I will be back to the people with an answer. Okay. Okay. Sure. Yeah. Right. That's a that's a good political uh, answer there to yeah. just stay out of it. But no. I again, I'm not going to say the movie's bad. I'm just saying that one particular moment. It just kind of compounded where when you really look at it, Eggsy could have been just caught by just looking or facial recognition, something by like, oh, that's that guy. And he does say that's that guy's valet. You know what I mean? When he's in there, he sees him. So it's like, oh, crap, it's this guy. If it was Roxy, I feel like they would have been like, oh, who knows who that is? You know, that could have been literally anybody. She could have been a little more discreet. But I agree. I know. I agree agree with everything you're saying. Uh, I'm I'm not mad that the main character got to do the cool stuff. I'm just saying... Yeah, I feel like Roxy should have had a bigger part in in some action instead of just going to the outer space, which which was still kind of cool. But I mean, literally every time you cut to her, she's just floating up. Yeah. <laughs> it was like, oh, okay, this is this is boring. Completely agree. But, Arguably, okay. Roxy's plan originally, Roxy's part of the plan, it might be the more important part. I I'm not gonna say it's not more important. I'm not gonna say it's not more important. Obviously, that is completely disruptive and stops everything in its tracks. I'm just saying from like a cool spy movie aspect. Yes, yes. She got the lame job. She got the lame job. Of course. All right. You good? You got one more thing? Anything else? I just- We're going to go to the draft. One thing that I didn't notice until like my second watch, I liked that when they blow up the implants, they made them as fireworks instead of like- Oh, yeah. Instead yeah. of- Until the very last guy, then you realize like they're blowing up heads. But uh, throughout the movie, Valentine's putting implants in people's necks that- is to make them immune to his uh, radio frequency, but also he could blow their heads up whenever he wants, and they don't know that. Yeah. And then at the Very end, sneaky. yeah, at the end, Merlin turns it all on them and blows up everyone who had the implant because naturally they're a bad guy anyway if you have the implant. And it's yeah. done with like this. I don't even know what the song is. It's like a Fourth of July fireworks yeah, like, yeah, song. Yeah, that's what I would saw. It. Fourth of July, the fireworks are going off. Yeah. yeah, it's their heads exploding. And everyone just has different colors, and it's it's just hilarious. Uh, I like think that. about real quick before we get in the draft again. I know we're putting it off, but the the catastrophic mess cleanup yeah. that comes. No, not even the cleanup. Oh. The fine, like every, like all the top financial, like all the biggest people in the world, their head just exploded. Now what? Oh yeah, like those are like all that. I don't know. There's just obviously a lot of paperwork and a lot of like yeah, a lot of things up in the air. But that's a lot of power that just exploded right there. I'm pretty and, sure the president and everyone in the cabinet their head exploded. Yeah, it's what it seemed like. I mean, yeah, it seemed like they. Yeah, I don't know how you replace all that, but there's certainly a power vacuum that is created there, and that that could have been a movie in, in and of itself. Oh, yeah. the, the fallout of everybody just exploding, <laughs> but. Uh, anyway, let's get into this draft. So you, Tyler, you nominated this film. Obviously, you'll be picking first. Uh, we are. We decided that there's so many. It's a freaking spy movie, people. There's it's, so many props. There's so many. This was so rich. I felt like uh, I felt like Scrooge McDuck diving. Well, <laughs> some of these would hurt you if you dove into them, but I felt like it, yeah. there was just a plethora of things to pick from. For sure, and uh, and and I, I'm. This is another one that I think I'm okay with not having the first pick because it's like you're just gonna. I'm gonna get some juicy stuff. I was gonna um, say first three picks, first four. Are arguably, everyone, there's a lot. Yeah, there's so much yeah. nice stuff. <laughs> so yeah, you'll get the first pick. We decided we're gonna do four a piece, eight total props because there's so many in this movie. I think we, my list. I think we we're in like the mid teens yes. of just things that we wrote down when we we're watching this film, but. Yeah, you're on the clock. First pick overall. You get any prop from this movie in your collection. What uh, what are we looking There's at? There's very few things. That's a lie. There's a lot of things that immediately come to mind when I think Kingsman. But one thing that's just like, I I can't even build up to this. We're going with Gazelle sword legs. Uh, Ooh, 
That's just also yes. You gotta say who Gazelle is because for whatever reason in this movie, yes, like we said already, they don't they don't give her an actual name. They don't. I guess her name is Gazelle. But Gazelle is a main uh, the one of the main villains in this movie, and from the jump, you just see her walking around, kind of like a gazelle almost. And for some reason, without any explanation, she just has legs for swords. She's a double amputee with swords for legs incredibly sharp i don't know how she controls it like whenever she kicks they extend yeah. i don't know what I, I there's no real like law or physics of what they actually do i don't know but they are very fascinating and that's a really good pick i'm not going to knock it it's 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 pretty impressive it is on my list i i will say there were a few things ahead of it okay but, but i mean that like that's that's how it's going to be i think that's a, that's a fair there's so many things it's hard to kind of rank these and, and figure out which one's the most powerful yes um that being said, I'm going to pick the best prop from the movie. Okay, uh, okay. <laughs> yeah, I, I have to, right? I mean, uh, okay. So what I have number one on my list, it is something that you see quite often in the film. And it's and it's donned by two characters. Mm. And I will tell you right now that it is, uh, it's also very effective in stopping rain from dropping on you. That's my second pick. <laughs> it's it's <laughs> Henry... Henry slash Galahad's umbrella, the utility of this umbrella, incredible, unbelievable, incredible. Yeah, you, it's like freaking bulletproof. It it stops like you can like an explosion apparently yeah. can't bust it, and it can shoot like stun. I don't even know what what it. It can literally do anything you want it to do from what it looks like, it's, and it's got like a heads up display you can see through it. Like it's great. It's ridiculous. Great pick. I I'm not even upset about that. Not okay. even upset All about right. that. That's, That's a very good pick. That, and it's a freaking umbrella. It's, yeah. I just, it's cool. Like, I, I could go out if I wanted to. You know, I could have it in my home and be like, oh, shoot, where's the umbrella? Oh, let's just grab that one from the movie. In my mind, like the prop would be able to open up and you'd be able to see through it like he could. Like uh, when Eggsy was fighting the guys and it for some reason it's transparent. On, yeah. On one side, yeah. it's like a one-way mirror. Or That's kind of cool. Yeah. I, I, yeah. I would hope that the prop could do that. Yeah, Ver that's pretty sweet. That'd be pretty awesome. Very good pick. That is my second pick. However, I'm not even upset because okay. All right. something else that I actually liked in this movie that came up a couple of times, it was ha uh -oh. handed down. Um, it got ex it was a get out of jail free card, essentially. I want that Kingsman Ooh. Medal of Valor. All yes. right. I yes. would, That's I would... fair. That's the one that was given to Eggsy when he was a young lad. Yes. Uh, when his father died, he came. Uh, Henry showed up. Gave him that uh, that thing, and, and he just wore it on his neck his whole life. Yeah. Uh, like, we're talking, like, 15 years, 10, 15, oh, 17 years. Yeah, I 17 just want to— years fast. I want to know how he remembered to say Oxford's not brogues. Oh, I know, right? Well, obviously, maybe that was—I'm sure there was a conversation. It probably came up a lot where, like, he would ask about, like, what was the story on this? And his mom was like, I'm sure he—especially when it has—it's like, the only real attachment you have to your father, right? So it's like—I mean, I'm sure there were other things, but that that is obviously what the movie highlighted— that he got that because his father passed away and, and saved Henry's life. But yeah, it is very interesting that he was just like, oh, oh, wait a minute. Also, what a weird phone call. What a totally weird phone call where it's just like, thank you. Thank you uh, for doing business. We, we, we hope you haven't lost you as a customer, right? What a weird... And he just hangs up and he's like, well, I'm screwed. Like, nothing. What's going to happen now? You, you just don't know what's going to happen. Yeah. And the next scene, he walks out of the police and he just has to deal with it. Like, what a... I mean, I guess that's a cool way to use it. I mean, what a fun time you got to steal somebody's car and then crash it into a police officer. Sure. My, by, uh, by the way, <laughs> Eggsy is some... And actually, now that we say that he's 21, it makes more sense. But, like, for him to not have a car and him to be poor, I'm surprised he was able to drive as well as he was. Right. Where did he get that? I mean, he also... I, well, he was in, like, what, the, the Marines or whatever? I don't know what he yeah. was in. But he was in the military. But still, like, they don't give you a car to, like, drive around. You know, and you wouldn't drive it around like that, right? So yeah. I don't know. Yeah, you're right. You played a lot of video games, maybe. I don't know. I don't know where you picked that up, but very interesting. Um, okay, so so you got the uh, Gazelle's Blade Legs. I have Henry's Umbrella, and then you got the Kingsman Medal. Kingsman Medal was second on my list. I was going there next, and you yoinked it. You yoinked it from me. Give me that. So, <laughs> so all right, the next one that I'll go to, I'll pivot. I got to get something from my man Valentine. Right, Samuel L. Jackson in this movie, he's awesome. The lisp, it's iconic. Uh, I gotta get, which I initially didn't write down in the beginning of the film. Yeah. Where I was like, I mean, they're okay, but I was like, I'm not gonna. How often are they 
in in these scenes, and it turns every out scene. every t- every, every scene, scene he's wearing these glasses. I knew exactly where you're going. <laughs> every scene. <laughs> yeah, he's got he's got like what? He, they were they're the regular glasses, but it looks like he's got some like fake Google Glass going on. Yes, like the little like screen type thing over the top right lens. Yeah. Interesting looking glasses. Uh, I'm taking Valentine's glasses with the fourth pick for sure. I, I I had to get something from him because I just obviously he's such a he is he's the villain in the film and and those I just didn't know what to get. Obviously, if you go back and listen to some of our older episodes, we are we're like we're making a sunglass hut. We're like actually just yes. getting a bunch of glasses, but they're iconic. They're on people. They're on these actors' faces the entire film. That's a like. Almost the entirety of the movie every time they're on the screen. So it's like th- that's all the screen time. To me, screen time is powerful, obviously, with the, with the movie prop uh, as far as value and just importance to the film. And and without them, could he even see? Like, are they prescription? I don't know. What was he doing with them? Who knows? So, I'm taking those glasses. I mean, if you want something from Valentine, I, I almost want to extend this to five. Anyway, <laughs> if you want something from Valentine, I guess I'll take something. And... Even though he doesn't wear what I want, he's he's around it quite a lot through the movie. He even spends his final seconds on it. And uh, mm. I kind of want his computer table, that giant. Wow. That giant digital. Like, I have you ever tried to type on a computer that doesn't have like a like a, a physical keyboard? No, he's just, no. It is the most infuriating thing in the world. Because yeah. your fingers don't really know where to go. You don't have that feedback from holding the keys. But that giant table that he has where he like uh, burns his hand on it and all of that stuff, I want that. Right. That's a pretty sweet table. I got I have to step outside of the film and try to realistically assess this movie prop. It's probably just a green table. Uh, if I'm being completely honest. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know if that changes anything for you. But realistically, if that that I would, know, I know it. This, yeah. Realistically, if if it is actually a green <laughs> table, am I allowed to uh, to change that pick, or should I? Do yeah. I oh, for sure. I listen. I'm I'm I can tell you confidently. I'm 99 percent sure that that's not an actual computer table, and it's probably just a green top table. But <sighs> that's what I'm saying. Like, if we're picking, if it was real, like if it was this was probably the prop from the film that you'd be like, if this, if I could have something from this film that's real. Yeah. Well. It'd be tough to pass up the umbrella. But the computer table, realistically, on a day-to-day basis, would be amazing. It'd yes. be awesome to have a computer table. Well, But it's probably a green top table. The <laughs> second thing that I liked from our man Valentine would be his murder laptop, that suitcase he had. With That's the, okay. That, yep. that would be my second pick then. So they're basically the same thing. So listen, I'll pair them together because I, I feel like giving you just a green table is just not good <laughs> enough. So, so a, I'll give you. <laughs> I'm a little upset that I even didn't think that that might just be a green table. To be honest, like it never even crossed my mind. I wrote it down and I was just so jazzed up. I was like, "Yo, yeah. I'm getting this." <laughs> your imagination was getting the best of you. Obviously, when you're immersed in the film, you're like, "That is an awesome." I I would love to have some technology like that. But like I said, I mean, if you're looking at it, it is definitely green screen. It's not a it's not a real. Um, so, but the but the actual suitcase. Uh, I wrote it down. I got to figure out where it's at on my list. Oh, Valentine's anger machine is what I called it. Uh, the suitcase. You called it. You open it up. Yeah, it's like it's an anger-inducing I, machine. I called. I called it the murder laptop. That's that sounds cooler. That does sound cooler. So the suitcase murder laptop. We'll put that down, and then you can just take that table home with you because it's honestly, it's no one else is using it. I I appreciate you and thank you very much. <laughs> so let me go down the next on my list. I I got to figure out. So you took the next on my list. This is where I had Gazelle's blade legs. So everything has been taken. This is getting we're getting down to the nitty gritty here, and I'm actually kind of I'm actually kind of scared. I've never gotten this deep on it, but when I made my rankings, I've never gone this far and actually had to go to the end of them. And so I think this we're is there right this now. is competitive. So I have these ranked six and seven right now, but I might have to. I think I'm gonna have to take seven over six in this particular instance. Interesting. I wonder if it's I wonder if it's what I think it is. But I need go. to pivot because to me, one I think. We probably already have, this, have. We have the same list. Okay, too. all right. We Let me just get into it. Too. Let me just get it. Let me just get into it. Uh, so I'm gonna pass up this number six. I'll go to my number seven, which I have written here: the Oxford shoes with the knife toe. That was your seven. The toe knife. That was that's your, seven. That's for me. seven. Yeah. That's a, that's a good pick. That's a good pick. So yeah, obviously they, they got the Oxford not brogues shoes, and then the, it's the ones where at the end, obviously he's in the fight. You see Eggsy in the fight, and he, they. He jumps up like 15 feet in the air, right? It's obviously a really cool freeze frame, slow motion. I don't know how he does it realistically, like physically. That's impressive. His but scores were out off the charts. 
Uh, all right, you're right. You're right. He's an athletic specimen, but he is like a gymnast too. So I guess yeah. that does kind of. He just planted it, but he taps his shoes in the air. I don't know why you wouldn't do it before, just to in- ensure that it's out and ready to go. But he taps his shoes in the air. The the tip of the knife comes out. There's a neurotoxin on it, and he just barely nicks Gazelle's arm, and she just like disintegrates basically well not well she just yeah, yeah. she gets poisoned and dies classic spy i'll take movie. those shoes classic spy yeah. movie move with that neurotoxin gotta have it man gotta yeah, have the neurotoxin it's just it's it's slick so oxford with the knife toes uh i'm i'm happy to have them and i'm gonna have the knives extended right obviously you want them polished yes the shoes are gonna be then displayed but i want the tip out you gotta have the tip make out. sure you have a plastic over it so you don't kill yourself with the poison Yes. Oh, for sure. For sure. I'll yeah. put a little plastic cover over it so no one can hurt themselves on it. Absolutely. Yeah. Thank you for for that. You're welcome. You're welcome. <laughs> so I'm hoping I'm stealing your number six with this. Um, you can't leave a spy movie without a weapon. I mean, you took a weapon. Mm. You took two technically. But something that stuck out to me yeah. that I didn't even think was a real big deal in this movie until you got to see it later on was the standard issue Kingsman pistol with the shotgun attachment oh yeah okay so that yeah when you see that it's a super tiny pistol right you're like okay that thing's kind of limpy but the fact that you can stuff a shotgun shell in there just for the close range nonsense yes insanity that's a that's a pretty ballin pick right there i can't be mad at that that is that is my last pick of kingsman so i actually didn't have that in my top eight that's but it's okay that's fine it's okay it's all right so you had the kingsman standard issue pistol we'll call it yes very nice, uh, and, and like you said, I mean, obviously, it, it doesn't. It just looks like a weapon, right? But you got It's a spy movie. Everybody, everybody had one, right? Yeah, yeah. Although, although there was other one. There's one other gun in the beginning, where he has the silenced pistol. Yes, that was like the golden eye, like James Bond. That was that was about as close to Bond as we get in this film. Was that that whole scene? Okay, so number eight, you left me with the six. Am I gonna overlook it again for number eight though? Like I don't know. Maybe what maybe was I doing when d- I was making these rankings? Is six actually six? Because it doesn't sound like it deserved to be up there. Oh look, I I'll be honest. I made these rankings a few days ago. All right, things might have changed. I'm th- feeling a little different today. I think cha- things changed. <laughs> Honestly, this this draft could have gone deep. I have like two more picks I could go through to be honest. But mm. just- are you trying to add one more? I mean, we I don't know how much time we got. I mean, I probably probably shouldn't. But Let, let's add one more. All right, well, then that's going to make it a little easier for me. That's going to make it a little easier for me. All right, so then I'll just go for the number six now. I'll get it because I do feel like it's it's gotten a good amount of screen time. It's actually a very important piece of the film. Uh, there's a nice little uh, sleight of hand action that uh, that caused, let's say, someone's untimely death. Uh, I'm taking the poison pen. The poison pen. The poison pen. I'll say the one specifically uh, that was used by Arthur. Okay. At the end, so Arthur, obviously Michael Caine is Arthur. He thinks he's slick. He puts the little little poison in the in the what is it whiskey? I don't know what they're using. It's like I thought it was 1800s. like a scotch or something. I don't know what they're drinking. I'm I don't know. It, it was some sort of alcoholic beverage, and then Exy uses his sleight of hand to swap the glasses around and uh, and cause Arthur to basically kill himself. I mean, it, he didn't actually cause. It's not technically murder, right? I mean, he did it to himself. I would, I'm sure there's like something there, but I would like to say I did not. Arthur Arthur was very painful to watch throughout this movie. He was just mean to Exy the entire time for no reason because he was poor. Oh yeah, he should have never yeah. had like the scene with the dog. I think Exy passes that if Merlin or Harry is there. Oh yeah, because they're probably like, just do it. Come on, yeah, pull the trigger. Man. Like, <laughs> like they're a little chill. But yeah, to start it off, where he's like, take the gun, and he points it at him. Like he points it at Exy, like he's gonna shoot him. I'm like, wait, what? What are you doing? Yeah, Arthur should have never been in the same room with Exy alone ever at any point right. throughout this movie. But, Very weird character. So my final pick. Thank you for making this. It, it's easy and difficult at the same time because I've got three okay. things I would like. But one thing that also uh, they a lot of things stood out in this movie. Now that I think about it, yeah, like, no, I, I could have kept going. I stopped at eight because we were going to eight. Yeah. But man, I'll I'll keep going. They uh they gave screen time to a lot of stuff. But one of my favorite last things is going to be the Kingsman shock ring, specifically Ooh, Harry's. Uh, yeah, gentleman yeah, yeah. wears it on his uh, dominant pinky, dominant side pinky, I believe. Uh, I I want that. I think so yeah. Yeah. All right. Now that's a cool looking ring. Obviously, you could wear that. Well, you wouldn't display that though. You'd wear that on a day to day basis. Oh, right? I'm wearing it right now. Yeah. Okay. That's fair. Yeah. Obviously, that's no <laughs> issue. Yeah. That's obviously a pretty cool thing. And and 
which I don't know what I'm not going to segue it into my last pick, but it, it's it's definitely there, there's so many little gadgets, there's so many little things, and and I feel like now that you've got some jewelry, I might have to get I might have to get a jewelry slash accessory myself. Uh, my number eight was on my list, but I'll get it here at number ten. That's called value, folks. Uh, I'm going to take Harry's watch. Good Harry's pick. watch, where he's like literally shooting like darts, darts out of it and all that nonsense. Yeah. Very versatile. Obviously, a spy's watch can do so much more than just tell time. So it's very, a very integral part of this film. And uh, I'm going to take Harry's watch. I was between the watch and the uh, the ring. So that's good. Okay. The, so the poison pen, out of curiosity, wasn't on your radar. Not, you had no interest. Nowhere. Nowhere. It's literally just a pen, right? So like, <laughs> like in it's real life, pen, you're like, it could flick. Look it, at could, this. It, it could flick, though. So yeah, yeah, it had a little stick there. That's really neato. Uh, but no, just obviously it, it being impactful on the film. That That's really what, what kind of drove it up. All right. So let's recap. There's a book I have to read here. Let me pick this up. Uh, first pick, you picked Gazelle's Blade Legs. I picked Henry's Umbrella. You picked the Kingsman Medal given to Eggsy by Henry 17 years prior. Uh, I'll t- I took Valentine's Glasses. You took Valentine's Computer Table slash Murder Laptop. Thank that's you. What I, Thank I, I you. Mean, that's yeah, value. It's, a, it's, a, it's value. That's, that's a good pick. Uh, I took the Oxford Shoes with the Knife Toes. There's so much There's so much nonsense in this film. Yeah, I love it. Uh, <laughs> You took the Kingsman uh, standard issue pistols, what we're calling it, with the shot. Dad, you want me to say shot with the shotgun? Yes, you need attachment to. Attachment yes. too, sure. Uh, I took the poison pen, and then our bonus round we did not plan for, but we did it anyway because you know we're we like to give we like to give extra to you people, uh, yes. and by you people I mean we mean the listeners of the movie propcast. The Kingsman ring with the like, shock ring. Yes. I gotta say shock ring legally. It's it's in my contract, and then I took the Harry's watch. That's a draft, folks. That's the most I think we've ever done. Ten? It, it ten is. Ten picks? By far. By far. And we did the movie Men in Black, and we didn't even go to ten. No. Which is crazy to me. But the, no, the, this one definitely had a lot more little gadgets. Men in Black had a lot of stuff, but they didn't bring up a lot of the stuff. Like, it was it it was, it was in passing. In this movie, every other scene was like, oh, what, the one thing we didn't bring up, the lighter bomb? The Yeah, that the, was on my list. Yeah. That was on my the list. The lighter that's uh, a bomb. I actually, I actually had, uh, I mean, I mean, I'm sure we both had a lot more stuff, but Merlin's magic clipboard was on my list. It, like, I feel like it was a computer clipboard. I right? actually did not have Merlin's clipboard. That's, yeah, but it was like basically a yeah, tablet and it yeah. was literally could do anything. It could search the internet. Like it was just, it was funny because to them, I mean, it cost them nothing. It was a clipboard, but a little extra CGI and it made it a freaking yeah. tablet. Uh, I did the halo suit. I wrote the halo suit down That's... from the parachute things. It's a cool looking suit, but in the grand scheme of things, we're not picking outfits. I'm surprised I actually didn't write down the uh, the halo, the yellow machine that she was on, like that robotics machine. I also wrote that down. Yes, okay. I put that on my list. But again, the balloon robot machine, yeah. lamest part of the movie. It wasn't going to make it with all the other stuff. And if we went to like another round, maybe another like a sixth round, possibly it would have hit the list. But. Uh, the lighter grenade was going to come up for sure. Yes. Uh, you you took the Kingsman ring. One of the newspapers on the wall of Henry's office I thought would have been kind of cool. I thought just, I would have given you all of them because I thought of it. Like they're a package deal just having like all of those line up the room. Yeah. I wrote down specifically the one that's uh, to pee or not to pee because it's mentioned. Uh, mm. They actually reads it. He's like to pee or not to pee. And then he gives you like what happened during that day. I thought that was kind of cool. Yeah. Uh, and then one more I wrote down. You can call me a, a weirdo, but I wrote it down. Uh, Mr. Pickle, the taxidermy dog. <laughs> oh, I knew you were going to go that route. Like, I 100% I had to knew. write it. I, I was like, it's 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 a taxidermy dog. I mean, it's a prop. That's a movie prop. Somewhere that dog is just chilling. Somebody's got that dog somewhere. I knew you were going to One uh, last yeah. thing that I wrote down that didn't come up were the SIM cards, because they actually made, like, the little Valentine SIM cards. Right, right. So that that is something else that I wrote down. And I ha- I didn't I did not officially write that, but I was on my radar, and I was like too small. I, too it would small. never it would have never competed with the others. And then half jokingly, half serious, I just wrote anything with a Kingsman logo because like even the uh, Scotch uh, holders that they had the for the alcohol. Yeah, the decanters. Yeah. I believe is what you call them. Yeah, the, the official yeah, decanters. Like those had the Kingsman logo. Their placemats when they sit down at the table had the logo. Um, yeah. Merlin's laptop inside the jet had like everything had the logo. I would take anything with the logo on it, to be honest. Yeah, that's fair. Obviously, that that's a, an easy way to tie it right to the film, and uh, and anything with the logo that is out there in the universe would definitely be a pretty sweet prop to have. Uh, I don't I don't have any more thoughts. I mean, that was pretty much it. We did we just did a mouthful of a draft. Um, you know, other than that, I mean, did you have any anything that was just 
Doyle, you, you wanted to hit before we got out of here? I've given them everything, Doyle. Oh, okay. Everything you have, except for you haven't seen the sequel yet, which, by the way, if anyone's listening this long and you haven't seen the second one, uh, or if anybody's doing a podcast about Kingsman and hasn't seen the sequel, uh, highly suggest you do it. Uh, I don't know who that might be. I'm not going to name names or anything, but definitely take the time to check it out because it is, it's fun. If you like this movie, you'll you'll love this, the next one. I'm not going to say it's better than the first one, but it's, I will say it's equally, it's equally as fun. Ooh. It's definitely as fun, and there's a lot of cool cameos in that one too, where you're like, "What the hell is going on?" Like, you really should watch it. All right, maybe maybe down the line we'll do another episode, and uh, when when Tyler actually sits down and watches it, stop uh, we'll saying bring maybe. It back and do it. Stop saying maybe. Now I'm just saving it. It's in the vault. It's coming. Okay, it's in the vault. We do have like a list of of definitely a, a bunch of movies that we're going to get into, and we are working uh, currently on bringing on some more guests. I know we did that in our first set of movies that we released. Initially, we had a guest, uh, a great guest. You can go back and listen to that as well. But we'll be getting more guests on, and uh, and you can follow along at Movie Propcast on all social media. And uh, and if specifically, if you'd like to reach us, you can. Oh, I'm gonna I'm gonna say our email. I think I might have already done it, but if it's it's moviepropcast at gmail.com If you want to throw, maybe you have a suggestion for a movie you want us to do. I don't know. We'll see what happens. That's a lot of power. Yeah, I mean, who knows if we actually read it? We might ignore it, but uh, take a shot. You know, why not? Give it a shot. Shoot your shot. Yeah. <laughs> All right, Tyler, this has been fun. Great movie. Uh, I had a lot of fun, and uh, hopefully I'll try to keep it going for our next episode. Uh, I'm not going to say anything about it yet, but uh, I hope I can keep the same energy in the next episode. I hope so, too. All right, let's get the heck out of here. i got to go to bed. All right, see you. <laughs> All right, see you. Yeah. Uh, uh, love you. Love you. Not you. Not you, Tyler. <laughs> not, the people no, listening. never. I hope that didn't never get missed. Yeah. I hope that didn't Everyone's get like, missed. these two love each other, no. which we do. I'm not going to say, oh. Oh, oh, this is oh, awkward. No. Okay. Oh, yeah. Well, oh, I love you, listeners. All yeah. right. See you later. <laughs> Bye.